Hello and welcome to Season 1 of Vajrapod Conversations, where you can listen to a father and son's conversations about life and weathering the storms that face us in said lifetime. I'm one of your hosts, Namka, or just Nam, and my co-host happens to be a neuropsychiatrist, Dr. Chuang Norsang, who I will be affectionately calling Pala because that's how a Tibetan kid addresses their dad. In our first season of this podcast, we will be focusing on topics and issues related to navigating the workplace, which we hope will be helpful for not just our younger, early career listeners, but also for more experienced folks as well. A little something for everybody kind of thing. As a reminder, our podcast is not intended to be direct ethical or medical advice, and if needed, please seek professional help appropriately. And with that, Let's dive into today's episode on managing relations at work. Um, Before we begin the meat of our topic, uh, I just wanted to spend a little bit of uh, initial time to define what work means, and at least for me, Work is sort of like a series of uh, atomic tasks that we perform on a daily basis that uh, eventually tie up to meet a certain uh, overarching objective. I mean, whether that objective is like to gain profits for a large corporation or even just to increase sales for a small uh, family-run business. Um, Yeah, that objective could be anything. But these uh, atomic tasks that each one of us uh, individually perform eventually have to sort of tie together uh, in order to uh, make that uh, goal or objective successful. So I think that's where uh, us humans, um, where our interpersonal relations come in. And that's a major factor uh, when you're working with other people in any sort of work setting. Yeah, I think uh, managing relationships at work are uh, really important. I think if we take a step back and look at the world, uh, the world's full of people with different personalities. No two people are the same. We have our own uh, upbringing, uh, backgrounds. We come from different uh, socioeconomic statuses and uh, different racial backgrounds. And we have our own experiences as we grow up. So I don't think two people can be the same. Um, We are all like different pieces of a jigsaw puzzle trying to find our place in life. Um, Even being born into a family, uh, all our family members have different personality types. We have a different ways of functioning, but still we learn how to gradually work as a single unit family. Mm -hmm. And even growing up, going to school, you know, uh, studying with our peers, uh, settling our differences. All that is a part of managing relationships. And now we come to this work stage where uh, we are in a small or large group uh, working uh, together towards, uh, you know, the company's or organization's goal. Maybe it's a hospital, you're taking care of patients. Uh, Maybe it's an office where you, you know, 
where you're doing some manufacturing stuff doesn't matter i mean right. you know interpersonal relationships are really really important and it's very important to build good relationships from the very beginning so i guess yeah starting from the very beginning um let's let's go with a hypothetical scenario where someone's on their first day uh at a new job uh they've just been introduced to a couple of their coworkers um but uh but yeah everything is still very very new to that person uh the objectives of the company are still very new to him as well um uh, and also the people that uh he or she just met um we still don't really know much about where they're coming from what their backgrounds are so how would you say uh what would be a good approach towards you know starting to build uh and nurture uh a meaningful relationship with your uh, coworkers most of us have gone through the first day at work phase and it is daunting and anxiety provoking for sure you've just entered a new environment and uh met new people and you feel an overwhelming sense of uh how do i adjust to this this happens to almost everyone and uh you have to initially reassure yourself that uh you're not the only one and secondly there are a number of measures you can take to kind of ease yourself into the workplace build relationships and uh feel more comfortable I uh, intrinsically believe that we are all seekers and uh seeking for an answer or a solution comes kind of instinctively to us. Uh, we all tend to search, analyze and then either believe or reject. Mhm. But among other me- measures in building relationships, I think uh communication is something that is really really important and primary. apart from just exchanging factual information we also convey and accept our emotions our fears and strengths in a way we kind of open ourselves up and uh, show others who we are because uh, we want to be accepted into this uh, new environment of the first day at work so communication is extremely helpful not only in building but in also sustaining any kind of interpersonal relationship remember that communication is a two way street and uh, it has to happen from both sides you also have to consider that it has two aspects speaking and listening right the part where you convey information and the part where you accept what the other person has to say and out of the two aspects listening and accepting what the other person has to say is probably more important. Mhm. Right. It uh, is an inherent quality of a human being to feel good if you are being listened to. And uh, by learning how to listen well, not only are you gaining information, but you also make the other per- person feel better. Uh but it's a tough thing to do to listen well because it takes a lot of effort on your part. but then it gets easier as you go along you can also try something like reflective listening to practice 
like uh, hearing what the other person has to say and then repeating back a summary like so what i heard you say is, is such and such okay believe me it works the other person feels heard and immediately feels better and uh, you do the same then the two of you start opening up more and that's the start of becoming more comfortable in the environment right so what i hear you saying is <laughs> um so i guess uh in a way it's uh it's true that uh, people sort of wish to see um you know going off of the uh, reflective listening um topic that you just uh brought upon uh people tend to look for themselves in other people um and this sort of familiarity it it's it kind of spurs that person to become a, a little bit more amicable towards that other individual who shows similar traits um so is it true that we're all sort of like trying to look for ourselves in other individuals and uh and are instantly more receptive when we find that i think that's true uh i think that's very true i think we go about our lives trying to seek ourselves in other people you know um and uh which is quite impossible because no two people like i said are alike uh, we all come from different backgrounds and upbringings and uh, you know uh past so no two people can be really alike but what we can uh feel comfortable uh, in a relationship is finding common ground you know finding bits and pieces of yourself and others uh you know when you walk into a group or an office or any place i mean there are some people that you instantly kind of get along with you don't know what it is but then you know you get get along with that person right away mm-hmm. whereas there are certain people uh, you have a difficult time with and uh, i feel uh, you know having uh, gone through these situations before i think the most uh, uh Uh, among the two i think when you start feeling com- comfortable with uh, certain people i think you're finding common ground i think you see bits and pieces of yourself in that other person and that immediately attracts you to that and then similarly the other person may find themselves in you as well right and uh, that leads to a comfort zone where you two get along uh, well with each other Yeah, I think definitely communication is uh a very very important part of um working in any sort of environment and I think it's so important that uh I believe we'll be discussing this in greater like you know detail like throughout the rest of this whole series because Yeah, I'm sure we will. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of lo- many more opportunities to like have very specific um discussions on communication. um in relation to uh a specific context at work. So yeah, there will this will be a recurring theme I think in all of our uh future episodes as well. But uh I guess yeah, apart from this major uh uh major aspect of work that is communication, are there any other um ways that we can improve um you know relationship uh, relations at work? Well, th- there are other ways of improving relationships apart from the primary focus on the importance of uh, good communication. And uh, over the years, I've found several factors important as well. Treating others with humility, 
and respect has always helped me in strengthening the bond with others and uh, this is with everyone even but at my workplace uh, i constantly try to make it a point to kind of treat people fairly and humbly and that's all across the work hierarchy and uh, while doing this it's important to be genuine in uh, your interactions and then as you do so you will see the respect coming back your way and then uh, respecting boundaries uh, trying to stay positive all the time uh, being helpful whenever you can are some of the simple rules you can work on in uh, being more comfortable at your workplace and uh, in uh, trying to build your relationships and as you go about doing this uh, always try to remember that even your coworkers or your superiors are going through their issues in life as do you and uh, that everyone has their good days and not so good ones mm-hmm. so yeah definitely those are very very valid points um i guess going off of that uh sometimes uh we find that it almost becomes a slippery slope uh when we are not able to figure out where we draw the line in terms of these uh connections that we make um so to be more clear it's more of how do we define the boundaries um between our professional relationships and then our you know personal relationship with uh whoever individual it is at work you're um you're in contact with for a lot of people like it doesn't make sense uh to act the same way as you would with like a um with let's say your childhood friend the way you act with your childhood friend would be completely different uh than with say you know a friend you met at work so i guess how how do you how do you define that sort of boundary while at the same time you know not missing out on key friendships uh in the workplace well the you know the concept of establishing boundaries initially you started consciously and then it becomes a subconscious uh, act uh why do we create boundaries i think we do it because uh, we anticipate future conflict and uh, we want to uh, stay in the comfort zone uh, in all relationships and uh, we reach a point where we feel that may lead to conflict and that's where you draw the line I think uh, the boundary line is easier for personal relationships like your childhood friend uh, I think it's easier to extend the boundary and enjoy the comfort zone but in a workplace uh, along with your coworker I think the boundaries are stricter because you have two components of boundaries you have a personal which is a social uh, boundary and you have a professional uh, boundary so keeping this in mind I think uh the comfort zone uh is less uh and you draw the line at a much lower level yeah and i think it will also uh, very much depend on the sort of personality you uh you are yourself right because for example uh if you're more introverted you wouldn't want certain aspects of your uh life to be out in the public so much uh but at the same time if you're a slightly more gregarious sort of individual uh you know you might find more comfort and happiness in being able to share 
many aspects of your personal life. Um, so yeah, I guess striking that balance uh, is uh, you know all dependent uh, on a case to case basis. Absolutely, yeah. I think uh, like we talked about that different kind of personalities and uh, as you work together in time you get to realize what kind of people they are the, you know their fears their happinesses and uh, we have to have different boundaries for different people um, so that's absolutely right but 2020 changed the whole uh, you know work style mm-hmm. la- landscape and uh, now many people are into like virtual work and uh, work uh, and uh, I have very little experience because uh, I've always work in a, a brick and mortar uh, hospital setting or in a clinic setting and I think uh, you have more experience in this Nam so why don't you tell us a little bit about your experience you know working in a virtual environment sure um, yeah I can definitely provide some of my own uh, insights that I've gained from the uh, couple of years of work experience I have as a uh, software engineer. So my uh, latest role, I joined it during the uh, pandemic. And a large portion of that, I'd say about probably like 90-95% of, you know, the initial onboarding, uh, training, and also like now the uh, everyday work, including meetings, etc. It's pretty much been virtual. And I guess one major thing that arises out of uh, working a remote job is this feeling of working in isolation um, and not having sort of the uh, same kind of um, interactions you would normally have in a uh, physical work setting. And one of those uh, key interactions is, in my opinion, the water cooler moment. So... These water cooler moments are basically, you know, informal windows of time during a workday when we get to talk uh, more, you know, comfortably and uh, interact with our coworkers on a more uh, personal level. And uh, since we're all humans, we have this, uh, you know, inherent need uh, for companionship, you know, some of us more than others. And so when these moments become few and far between, or, you know, completely non-existent, it becomes even more important to um, make sure to reach out and communicate with your coworkers. Um, so this, you know, the, our listeners are probably ti- tired of, you know, hearing the uh, communication um, aspect again and again at this point, but uh, I think it just goes to show how important that point really is. For example, one thing you could do is, uh, you know, check in on people you haven't spoken to uh, in a while and ask them, you know, maybe a work-related question or just how their day is going, how their work is going. And it just gives you an opportunity to, uh, you know, strengthen the bond that might already be there um, and also get to know what's happening outside your, you know, little virtual cubicle so to speak. Um, but other than that, uh, there could also be other opportunities to interact with uh, your peers. And these could be uh, helpful resources that are already existing within the organization. Um, you could look out for mentorship programs uh, to speak with more uh, experienced professionals 
uh, in your department or other departments. Um, you could uh, look out for uh, employee support groups, or you could even look for you know employee-run clubs and communities uh, where you can uh, meet and interact with uh, like-minded individuals, and you know that further uh, helps in that uh, in acquiring that uh, sense of belonging within your work setting. In short. The uh, main idea is, I think, to just cast aside the uh, cloak of invisibility that uh, sometimes falls upon us and find ways to, you know, reach out and remain connected to not just your peers, but your uh, higher ups as well. So which brings me to my uh, next question, uh, which is how do you foster relationships with your uh, you know, immediate supervisors, bosses, uh, team leads, uh, etc. How would you approach uh, building a, a meaningful relationship with your uh, superiors? Um, what do you think, Paula? Uh, well, I think it's going back to the same, uh, you know, your personal rules that you make. I think it's very important that you communicate genuinely and well, uh, always remaining positive. And then always treating, uh, you know, them fairly and respectfully. I mean, growing up in Darjeeling, India, uh, in an Asian family, we were always taught the importance of respect, um, which is a very powerful tool in our uh, communication with the superiors. The only thing to remember is that uh, while being respectful, we should not be looking for any validation or approval. Mm. Because uh, right, this might right. take us down a slippery path, but yeah, I mean, you know, treating everyone fairly and respectfully is a very important way of uh, dealing with superiors as well. Yeah, I think that's a very good point about um, managing sort of your own expectations as well. I think that's that's also going to be a very um, that's going to be a recurring theme through our uh, through our podcast episodes as well. So to summarize our entire conversation today, um, we first started with a discussion on the importance of communication and how crucial it is to build any meaningful relationship with a coworker. And then we talked about some other ways in which we can improve uh, our relationships at work, like such uh, as uh, positivity. Mm-hmm. Uh, connecting to people genuinely, you know, treating people fairly and respectfully and uh, respecting boundaries, among others. Mm-hmm. And then we did also discuss a little bit about uh, how these play out in a uh, virtual work setting. And then finally discussed how uh, one should uh, conduct themselves and uh, have a healthy, meaningful relationship with their uh, immediate supervisors Uh, and or higher management. So the mantra for today is speak less, listen more. Humility and sincerity go a long way. So that's it for uh, today's episode. I'm sure there were a lot of other questions that uh, we were not able to address within the uh, short span of this uh, episode. So we encourage all our listeners to send their burning questions uh, to us either on social media or email them directly to us at vajrapod 
at gmail.com and we will work on creating a special Q&A episode towards the end of this season where we'll consolidate all your questions and hopefully uh, answer uh, most of them to the best of our abilities. And with that, here's the two of us reminding you to stay safe, stay hopeful, and above all, keep shining. If you end up liking our conversations, please consider supporting us at buymeacoffee.com slash Vajrapod. Any support amount will go a long way in helping us to produce quality content and also work towards creating exclusive content for our donors in the near future. So show your support by buying one, two, three, or a hundred digital beverages for our podcast at buymeacoffee.com slash Vajrapod. And don't forget to like, share, and subscribe to us on social media at V-A-J-R-A-P-O-D, Vajrapod, so that more people can join in on these conversations. Also, check out our website at vajrapod.buzzsprout.com for show notes and more. All these links will be included in the description. And lastly, don't forget to subscribe to us wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts.